0: Hey, this is Tori, the Armchair Champion, coming to you with a quick uh, podcast here. Uh, Just wanted to give a bit of a pre-gaming fodder here, just a pre-game thoughts here. Um, Basically, just wanted to run down, um, in a nutshell, what I was saying on the uh, last episode, and just want to uh, just... Give a a quick overview of how I feel about tonight's game. Okay, so my gut feeling. I feel like Dallas can shock the football world tonight. I think offensively, Dallas has the weapons to match uh, Tampa Bay's uh, offense. Um, Tampa Bay has a solid core of receivers. And if we basically looked at it uh, on the stat sheet, uh, the Cowboys have a solid core of receivers as well. Um, And uh, same with uh, the running back core for Tampa Bay versus Dallas. If you match up the two of them, uh, both have a solid uh, one-two punch um, at running back and – We are in on our end, on the uh, Cowboys' end, you have Tony Pollard. You can flex out at any point in time. Um, Just saw recent news that they activated Darian Thompson and Jeremy Sprinkle. Um, so I'm thinking they are going to focus on run blocking uh, probably at the primary because um, at this point they are carrying three tight ends. They're carrying Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, and Sprinkle. So I'm thinking likely they're planning to do a lot of or to do a, a good amount of running. Um, on the defensive side, uh, we just need our front seven to show up and uh, play good. Um, I myself, I'm excited to see Micah Parsons come out and uh, finally get a chance to play some real football. I know he hasn't played in over a year, um, but it's definitely going to be a refreshing feeling to see him get out there and just get after it. Um, So uh, many a Cowboys fan and Cowboys Nation is awaiting with bated breath to see just how this rookie linebacker is going to do. He's been getting a lot of uh, good compliments and he's been uh, being, he's been receiving a lot of praise from his fellow defensive players. Uh, basically, how how uh, his poise is as far as uh, trying to get into the game, and a lot. Of, and there are a few of them that feel like he is ready for the show. Um, and it's definitely a, a refreshing and encouraging thing to hear. So hopefully, we will not be disappointed. And I believe that Michael Parsons it will do everything he can. Not to disappoint. So definitely excited to look for that. Hopefully we can get a good showing, good solid showing out of our corners. Um, so and finally, just defensive line and offensive line. I've always been of the mindset that plays have lived and died. At the line, no matter what side of the ball you're on, defensive or offensive, the play that you're going to take on either side of the ball or the play that you're going to run on either side of the ball, it lives and dies at that line. So on each side of the ball, the Cowboys have to be cognizant of that and they have to make sure they do everything they can to. Uh, to run successful plays, which means that line has to be supported and supportive has to on both sides of the ball, has to move on one accord on both sides of the ball. So, a couple of uh, keys to victory here. Um, I'm going to start with defense. Defensively, we're going to need the middle to be supported heavily. Honestly. Um, the middle of the defensive line has been a prob a huge problem for the Dallas Cowboys for years. Um, and we were hoping with the, uh, the support that we picked up in free agency and through the draft this year, that, um, that would be addressed. Um, hopefully it will. Um, we're not going to say that they're on the next level right away. Uh, but that's definitely an area I'm going to be paying attention to, at least while I'm watching, um, so we could use the support and hopefully the defensive scheme is well enough to where maybe we can get them some kind of, you know, some kind of support, some kind of wrinkles. I don't know, maybe send an extra linebacker, uh, on either side to sort of, uh, disrupt, um uh, what maybe the offense is looking at something of that nature. Uh, the edges, we definitely need to be able to get to the quarterback or at least disrupt the play. Um, from what I understand, uh, Dan Quinn doesn't dial up a lot of blitzes, so we definitely have to do something to disrupt that pocket. And right now would be as good a good time as any to st- at least consider blitzing more. But either way, that, c- that pocket has to be made uncomfortable for uh, the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, it's been uh, it's been put on uh, display many times that when that when uh, he doesn't have a comfortable pocket. He cannot settle in, cannot get into the rhythm you like, and you get flustered, uh, so to speak. So priority number one should be disrupting that pocket and uh, making sure that uh, the quarterback uh, for the Buccaneers cannot sit or settle in and try to pick apart the uh, secondary in any any form or fashion. So that has to be uh, number one priority. Uh, Number two is to protect those corners. Um, we have a young bevy of corners going out and uh, want to make sure they're protected. Again, Tampa Bay has a decent, a pretty good receiving core. So we want to make sure those those corners are protected. And to do that, that starts up front with the front seven guys. So we definitely have to mix it up a lot often and make things uncomfortable um, up front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, it goes right back to it goes right back to making sure that pocket is disrupted often. On the offensive side of the ball, again, like I said, honestly, to me, and even on paper, the weapons we have offensively on the Dallas Cowboys match up well with the weapons they have on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So for me, it comes down to something, really. It comes down to how offensive coordinator Kellen Moore calls the game. Now, we've seen some gadget plays at the wrong possible time. At the wrong possible position, which is my highest concern in the red zone. You know, you've seen things like jet sweeps, bubble screens, something to try to throw the defense off. But. When you're in that tight of space, you're not going to exactly throw the defense off because they're in a position where they have to see everything coming and they're going to react fast, very fast. Um, So trying to trick the defense is not going to work because they're going to rely on visceral, simple football just going back to the fundamentals and every time we try to throw in some kind of gadget play or anything of that nature we've seen it happen they will shore up and they will stop it we've seen it happen to the cowboys so it comes down to uh basically uh, kellen moore's play calling specifically in the red zone and the rhythm, can the offense get into a rhythm fast? Can they get into it early? And given that our number ones haven't exactly played any snaps this preseason, um, can they uh, get the let out or shake the rust off or whatever have you? Can they get that off as fast as possible? But the primary concern for me is Kellen Moore's play calling, specifically in the red zone, or, you know, situational play calling overall. This is a game where Kellen Moore has to prove to me – well, not prove directly to me, but in my opinion, Kellen Moore has to prove that he is worth his keep. He was, he's ascended from backup quarterback all the way to offensive coordinator and was a quarterback's coach. Now, honestly, in coaching a field that takes time, I think that uh, he, he kind of got up there pretty fast. Now, this is the game where, against a Super Bowl champion, he has to prove that he's worth his keep to me. I've had Kellen Moore on watch since last year when he basically took over the reins of the offensive play calling. And I'm still watching him like a hawk. So this is a game where you want your offensive coordinator to be able to rise to the occasion if you're going to put in a bid to pull off the upset. So offensively, that's what we need to be looking at doing, um, making sure that Kellen Moore is going to be able to dial up a solid, consistent scoring offense. And again, on defense, basically, it's just about disrupting that pocket. You know, we're going to have to protect our young corners, but disrupting that pocket, mixing it up up front, uh, making sure that um, we can disrupt whatever rhythm that the uh, Tampa Bay offense might try to get into. Okay. Um, I personally feel like this is going to be a close game. It's going to be a close game, in my opinion. Um, and I think that the uh, Cowboys can win this game. I think you can shake up the world. Um, I'm not going off just pure blind fandom or anything of that nature, but just I, I, I'm just, if you look at last year, the games that Tampa lost, those simple strategies were exercise. You disrupt the pocket, keep the quarterback uncomfortable, keep them out of a rhythm, you know, and for the most part, and teams that beat them were exposing their corners, which is another thing the offense is going to have to do. They're going to have to put those corners on full display. We have speedy receivers. Their corners haven't been truly tested. Like, they've been protected by the Tampa Bay defensive front. But if we can somehow keep that defense honest, if we can mix it up to a point where if they're going to key in on the run, we mix it up to run and play action keep them honest. If we can, you know, get a few good dump-offs or, you know, some chunk yardage by the receivers, expose those corners, then at that point the defense is going to have to be honest. We're going to have to keep them honest and then from there we can start, you know, edging in some run and then, you know, mix it up with running just simple pass. But I think mixing run with play action would definitely help out here. Um, That's what we'd have to do offensively. So we've got to find a way to get it even on, on our offense and get those corners exposed. That's basically a key component to the Cowboys um, coming away with a win. Yeah. We've got to expose those corners and keep that pass rush honest. and keep that Just keep the defense as a whole honest. Because I don't believe that those corners have truly, Truly been tested, you know when there's, a, you know when the the quarterback has, you know the time to get his receivers to be able to go through his progressions properly. Um, when the offensive line is actually standing up and giving a challenge to the front seven, uh, they that those corners have not truly been tested yet, and Dallas would benefit by making sure those corners are tested. It will keep the defense honest. So that's what we have to do offensively um, on that front. But, again, I think it'll be a close game. I think the Cowboys can win by a touchdown or a field goal. Um, my score prediction, I think it'll be 30s, 40s, something of that nature. I'd say on the winning end, I'd give the Cowboys uh, maybe a 37-34 win, something of that nature. Um, now, I know it changes from my last episode, but, you know, just thinking about it a little more, I'd say give it 37 34, you know, win by field goal, um, or 41 or 41 31 uh, for the Cowboys. And I think if the Cowboys lose, it'd be basically, <laughs> it'd either be a, uh, a touchdown. Or a controversial call. Hopefully, we don't get a controversial call to come into play. But if the Cowboys did suffer a loss, it'd probably be about a touchdown or a touchdown on a field goal, so seven to ten point loss. But if the Cowboys win, I think it comes off of uh, either scoring a touchdown um, late in the sealing the game off, or it comes from having uh, Greg Zerline come in with the walk off field goal. So that's basically uh, what I'm thinking. Uh, the Cowboys can do to uh, show up a win and I think they can do it. I think they can do it. We'll see tonight Uh I'm more excited than nervous um, But we'll see what happens, but uh, it's game day. So let's Get ready for some good football and just settle in and I will uh, follow up Um Maybe in the next day after the game. Uh, and I'll just go over some things I noticed or some things that I observed. But I'm going to go ahead and jump off. This is supposed to be quick and it turned into a basically 15-minute 15-minute uh, uh, podcast episode. But, you know, for that, I, I presume on my average, this is quick. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump off here. Um, get ready for the game. So until next time, take care. God bless. I'll see you on the sidelines. Peace.